Welcome to The One, the podcast for dating from your most vibrant and authentic self. My name is Gina Catherine, and I am a confidence coach for love and sex. We know that we need to love ourselves, but nobody explains to us how to actually do this. This podcast has advice and practices on how to do just that. My mission is to help women deeply connect to their bodies, hearts, and minds. When we know, accept, and love ourselves, we draw in amazing partners and incredible experiences. I offer these words from the perspective of a usually straight, cisgendered, divorced, middle-aged white woman. It is my heartfelt hope, though, that there are nuggets for anyone to use in their sex, love, and relationships. In this podcast, I will invite you to let go of the piece of you that hopes for love but is skeptical and ask you to believe and take action in dating from a place of deep self-worth. The one exists and they are you. With that, let's dive deep into this week's episode of The One. Your heart is the center of you. When your heart is open, you can recognize and experience the greatest love possible, which is infinite by the by, but I don't want to freak you out if you're just starting to open your heart. It takes courage to have an open heart, just to walk about the world unprotected. So many of us have created shields or armor to protect our hearts. Anyone over the age of birth likely has some armor around their heart. Why? Your parents or caregivers were human and very likely did not meet all of your needs. Forgive them so that you can free your heart. Separate from them as your source of love and approval and start to source that love from within. It'll help you to open your heart. If you're someone who had a childhood that harmed you in some way, and that is like 94% of us, I made that statistic up, but probably accurate, plus or minus half a percent. If you feel harmed, or if you had any unmet needs, let them go. And let go of the feeling, and the stories will release. Here's what I mean. Let's say you had a super critical mom. She criticized your body, your room, your appearance, the way you helped or the way you didn't help, your grades, all of it. And you have 1,200 of these stories, 1,200 memories of her criticizing you. But how did being the child of a critical parent make you feel? Did it make you feel unlovable? Did it make you feel like a burden, that you were inadequate? Did it make you feel defensive or angry? Allow that feeling to surface in a very temporary way and then invite it to leave. Which is easier, releasing one feeling or digging up 1,200 stories and processing those to release? Cathartic movements really help speed up the process of emotional release. If your heart has hardened from romantic relationships that didn't go well, you can do that same letting go process as you did with your parents. You can also begin to unwind the bond between like who you are now and who you were in that relationship. We often attach an identity to how we were with a lover, like cold, obsessed, a doormat, unstable, codependent, whatever. Remind yourself that the relationship is over and you no longer identify with those traits. You get to shed those and open your heart to new and fresh love. If you've ever felt abandoned by friends or if you were ostracized from social groups, this can have us armoring up. 
It's almost like the kid who says, I don't care. I didn't want to play with them anyway. I hate them. They're stupid. It can really hurt to not feel like we belong. And that can cause us to uh, put up some shields. Some people call the idea of shields or heart armor scars. Well, the physical heart doesn't repair, and scar tissue is this mental image that seems more permanent. Scars can fade but never fully disappear, and it's because of this image that I, I just don't say scars. Because we kind of love to have battle wounds for some kinky reason. But to be completely open-hearted, you have to realize that you're holding on to those battle scars and let them go. It's edgy and all, but it's holding you back from love. If you're a musician or a poet, you can disregard this and carry on with your dark feels. This reminds me actually to help you understand that the process of letting go and lowering your heart shields and armor needs to be preceded by feeling safe to do so. So pick a grounding exercise as you practice heart opening so that your heart knows that she's safe. This can be as simple as standing on Mother Earth and visualizing the solidity of the earth coming up through your feet as you breathe. Or it can be a more ritualistic practice. Yoga instructor Gurmuk has an exercise to open the heart in her book, The Eight Human Talents. Sit with your spine straight and comfortable. And this practice may bring to mind the the visual of like the bellows, the bellows that you use to like stoke a fire, to, to send oxygen to a fire. So you'll start with sitting with your spine straight and comfortable. Stretch your arms out in front of you, palms together, elbows straight with your arms parallel to the floor. As you inhale deeply through the nose, open your arms widely to the sides, expansively bringing your shoulder blades as close as possible in the back. As you stretch, place your awareness on your heart. Imagine your heart opening and expanding in all directions as you fill your lungs with air. Feel your arms as giant wings and remember to keep them parallel to the floor. When your arms are stretched back as far as they'll go, Exhale strongly through your nose, bringing your arms slowly back to the original position. Press your palms together again and keep the arms parallel to the ground the entire time. And then silently say to yourself, I open fully to love or love is my true existence or something like love is welcome here, love is safe or love rocks, some kind of words that feel good and true to you and yourself. Do that opening and closing movement and the inhaling into the heart space 11 times. See how you feel. Maybe repeat the exercise for several days and then record your feelings as they transform in your journal or if you're if you use your phone to take notes on things like that. The main thing with these centering or grounding exercises is you're going to try to find a way to hear and know the truth of it is safe to do this. It's the bigger part of you, the more mature part of you telling the heart, I got you. You could also try taking three deep breaths into your heart space and softening there, letting the softening travel through all of your limbs and cells. And do this before a date night, before sex, before a conversation with a lover. It's a really gentle intention to start open and can make all the difference in how these situations turn out. Let's say you've had a lot of hardship, fatigue and cynicism and doubt have you just really skeptical on the whole, let your 
your guard down and open your heart thing. It seems neither prudent nor survivable. Let's take Claire Schumann, for example. Her life was so full of reasons to protect her heart. When she was a child, one of her father's students used to dress up as a ghost and shock and scare her when it got dark. And that was Robert Schumann. And when Clara grew up, she married that guy. He died in an insane asylum when Clara was 37. She had eight children in 16 years. She nursed that husband, Robert, through many breakdowns, took care of all of the children, the household, made the majority of the money, toured, composed, got arthritis, and had to stop playing. How does a person with so much on her plate, with so many dependent on her, and so many heartbreaks and disappointments keep her heart open? It's known that Clara connected with nature daily, and she surrounded herself with a lot of creative friends and fellow composers. Brahms was her bestie. I have no idea if Clara Schumann was happy or not. I would have loved to have been her coach, to go on tour with her, help her stay curious and creative, to celebrate just her Clara-ness, to show her practices, to feel great with strong boundaries and an open heart both, and to teach her exercises to balance her energy and not get overwhelmed. I would have definitely introduced her to breast massage as a portal to nourishing the heart and self-love. Maybe Claire Schumann already knew these because breath and breast massage have been around long before she or I. I put a link to my breast massage tutorial in the show notes below. I strongly recommend doing that daily for as long as you can. It was really the most transformational tool that I had when I was working on my self-love practices. Sometimes I wonder about coaching. We get so excited and motivated to share our methodology. My life has been changed for the better a thousand times over from coaching. But here is the truth. Love can be easy. It can be easy even after it was hard. You just have to let it be easy. Heartfelt thank you for listening. I am honored every time you choose the one. Loving yourself does not require perfection. Big, juicy love requires us to get curious, to offer ourselves what we are searching for in others, and know that from this place of love and power, you magnetize amazing connections. Please do all the actions to keep the one podcast rolling. Share with others who may need to hear this episode. Like, download, sleep with me under your pillow. Click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to my monthly newsletter. And then listen every Monday and Thursday to get ever closer to the love that you so deeply deserve. You can also follow me on Instagram where I have tons of fun content to inspire you to be the one. You are loved by me.